0: Guten Tag and Bienvenidos and welcome to another edition of Uber Cinco, the podcast game show where we deep dive top fives. My name is Nathan Hennenfent. I'll be your host for today, where our contestants will reveal and defend their top five ways we should celebrate America's birthday. Fireworks, hot dogs, Budweiser, whatever. America's history is complicated, complex. Sometimes glorious, but sometimes very ugly. We are here today to get real with our celebrations. I don't want to hear cliches. I want our contestants to speak from the heart and celebrate gluttonous American excess or something. Our (laughs) first patriot today is the man who loves to exercise his right to vote so much that he voted 10 times in Nevada, Arizona, Georgia, Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Wisconsin in the last presidential election. Brian Ernst. Welcome Brian, my fellow citizen.
1: Oh, God, the amount of air miles I got this season. It was so (laughs) great. I think I broke a couple of records, but wait till the next voting season when I use them all and gain even more.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I did the smart thing and just voted 100 times by mail. Uh, Shit shit I could have done that well there's just so many (laughs) so many ways Uh, and taking on Brian is a man who once said at about 2 a.m. on a cold Chicago night in 2006 and I quote Mm -hmm. you would be crying right now if you love freedom as much as I do it's Mitch Brinkman
2: (laughs) (laughs) thank you very much Um, one of America's favorite things is funny um, slogans on t-shirts uh, or, or witty ones, and I've got one on right now for the people watching at home. It says, I've got good bones. Um, it's, a, <laughs> okay. it's a real estate t-shirt, but we know what it's talking about. So, um, <laughs> oh, yes, thank Re- you very much. Did you much. say real estate? Real estate. It, it, it's uh, it's. I know someone who has, it's from realatease.com. It's a play on words, because it's it's kind of a teasing language. Um, joke.
1: Why Why are you giving them free sponsorship to the, literally the dozens of listeners that we have?
2: <laughs> I'm not sure because I love the T-shirt because whenever I wear it, people always look at my T-shirt and look at me and then they think I, I can see him going. And they
0: think about oh. real estate.
2: And then <laughs> and then, well, they, they think, is that real estate or does he have a good bone somewhere or bones? What is this? Um, and so I, I always enjoyed the reactions from people uh, when I wear it around town. Also, it's a very soft T-shirt, so it's comfortable to wear as well. So.
0: Um, I, don't, I don't think anyone who's ever seen you in that shirt has thought about real estate. And I'm not sure if that's a compliment or an insult to you <laughs> or the shirt. Uh, <laughs> I think it's a compliment to my bone structure, I think is what it is. So it does
2: make
1: you look like a realtor who's kind of off duty.
0: You are.
2: <laughs> yeah. Or I'm, you, are, I'm like, you
0: are known for those high cheekbones exactly yes.
2: and 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 when you go to network you have to you, you got to keep working right and if you're if you're a real estate agent work <laughs> never stops so um uh, good lord i digress i mean obviously so
1: I'd like to remind our listeners there is a 15 second skip forward button that you can use <laughs> at any time when listening to uber Synco.
2: well
0: if this is wow. your first foray into that and or if you need a friendly reminder let's wake you out of hibernation with a quick rundown of the rules each player in the den has spent time with today's topic, arranging their top five answers in order of importance. Those answers have been submitted to the host who will moderate the game, awarding points to the player with the most poignant answer. Starting with their number five
2: choice, we will move up the ranks until we reach each of their top answers. But, if both contestants happen to have the same answer on their list, well, we have an
1: Uber, Uber you will hear the official Uber Cinco siren, and both players must reveal their answer and what number they ranked their submission. An Uber staredown Down is all or nothing, with one player earning three points. After all answers have been read, the host will reveal the final score.
0: Of course I'm entitled to a house rule, so I went to film school and I'm an American, so anyone who names the greatest American film of all time, which is of course written on the ever present card of mystery, will receive three bonus points. All right. Did you go, go to film
2: school in, in um,
0: was it London?
2: Don't you like London? Isn't London like your town or whatever?
0: I, I also went to undergraduate uh, the university with you uh, and majored in uh film so i believe <laughs> oh, you, you should remember that yeah okay okay yeah, yeah. We, okay. Right. we were we were literally roommates but anyways i understand it was a long time ago
2: no i all re- right
1: i remember a lot that, of cells yeah. dead from that
0: time <laughs> yep all right uh, please remember you can join in the fun head over to bizbear.biz if you've got a topic or fast five send it our way Don't forget to stick around to the end of the show for my very special interactive Fast Five, where I will rattle off a definitive list of the top TV neighbors as interpreted by me through the art of haiku. All right. Brian, you won the pre-show firework fart lighting contest, so you can go first. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, baby. All
1: right. Number five way for me to celebrate America or way we should celebrate America every year is to give everyone a new gun.
2: Oh, but
0: wow.
1: Each year the guns get worse. All right. This is the <laughs> caveat.
0: Worse, so, worse in what way? There's a lot of ways that can go
1: older. They get older oh. and worse. That's how it goes. So now we give the gun nuts something to be excited about in the beginning of this because they didn't read the bill. So they weren't aware that each year that we'll be giving them less expensive guns. And they also didn't see the asterisk that they can no longer buy guns. So these are all government appointed (laughs) guns. Now, my theory is that gun sales will plummet because obviously we made it illegal finally. And people are just pumped to get free guns. Like They don't even have to pay for these guns anymore. They can go to the gun pickup you get your guns, get your ammo. You go home and you do what you do with guns. Now, slowly these Shoot laws- old
2: school buses—I think—is what you do. With guns. Yeah, <laughs> most
1: of the people who are going to take advantage of this this program. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's going to be real hard to get the libertarians on board to have them <laughs> deal with government issued guns, but we'll get there. Yeah. Now, slowly over time, these, the laws are going to change, so everything kind of gets a little bit more stricter as we go along, and then in like three centuries. Like, this whole thing will just work itself out. We'll be left with muskets, and the situation will just, you know, fix itself. We solved America's (laughs) biggest crisis by giving it what it wanted all along.
0: The biggest biggest argument that a lot of gun owners have is, oh, they want to take my guns away? I'd like to see them try. So how are you going to take the guns they already have away each year, or are you just going to keep giving these people with guns more and more guns. A
1: series of low-flying Passovers with planes with giant electromagnets that will pick up all the guns <laughs> that are currently in circulation. That way, we start with a clean slate so only the government guns are given out.
0: I hate to be cynical, but that is a lot of taxpayer dollars on those electromagnetic uh, aer- airplanes no, flying over No, overhead. it's
1: not. This is, how we, this is how we reboot the Concorde system. All right, they're real fast points, okay?
2: <laughs> what about what about every responsible gun owner, which, you know, the majority of us NRA members are, when we have our guns locked in a locker, are you going to take my, my gun locker too? That's not a gun, you can't whole take Whole locker, that. whole
1: locker gun. Oh my Boom. gosh. Boom, you should have read the bill. You should have read the bill before you elected whatever party you didn't want in office.
2: Also, you know what, give me a 1977, uh, you know, Uh, Glock over a 2018 Smith & Wesson any day of the week, all right? That thing does not jam. It will fire no matter what, uh, underwater, under duress, uh, pouring sweat onto it, doesn't matter, you know,
1: all, all I'm saying is people need to buy Nerf stock now and hold on to it for these three centuries because there's going to be a new beginning soon. All right, guys, just you hold on. Your your grandkids' grandkids I mean, are going to have a hell of a time. So at
0: the, at the, what's what's the first gun you're issuing?
1: We're gonna give them what they want. We'll give them the AR-15s.
0: Okay, so are you kidding me? Eight, so, yeah. so everybody, three hundred and something million people yeah. are gonna have AR-15s. Yeah. So, yeah, it's
2: gonna
1: be it's gonna be like the purge for a little bit. You
2: guys. <laughs> was I mean, say? This just, is population gotta, control. This is a calling. This is not. This is not a free no, gun no, giveaway. No. This is a no. It's, it's a free you gun are, giveaway. You are lighting free. a goddamn firework here. That's what <laughs> no, this no, it's is. It's Not gaslighting. It's a free gun giveaway.
1: <laughs> it's different. It's a government sanctioned. Free gun giveaway. That's all it is.
2: I'm going to ask okay? one question that every Republican lawmaker always asks questions about these big, huge, overwrought government programs. How are you going to pay for this? Oh, we're going to melt
1: down all the guns huh? we collected from the Concord magnets. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, it's actually a recycling program when you look at it. So uh, take it or leave it. It's, it's, it is what it, does, does the bill have holes? Does the bill have holes? Yes. yes Did yes. we read it? No, but we passed it, okay? And this is the way America will have to celebrate now, every year, until this is done. We
0: signed it. Uh, Moving well, on. The country will be done a lot sooner than 300 years. But, uh,
2: Maybe that right. was
0: the plan all along. Mitch, Mitch, I what's, what's your number five?
2: I, like, I think an incredible new American tradition that you should absolutely celebrate the fourth mm. with is Part of this, we do every fourth. First off, first step, just get really drunk. That's, people do that all the time and they do that on the fourth with ease, clearly. But then, this is a new American tradition. You tell a close personal friend you've been friends with for a long time. Like you guys have gone away on trips to New York City together. You've glamped in Montana together. You've cried in each other's arms when your dogs have died or or your parents have fallen ill. Um, you've spent Thanksgiving together. You've spent uh, summer uh, gatherings outdoors on your patios together. But you tell them, I haven't been able to stand you for years, you fucking <laughs> sleazy bag of shit. <laughs> Jesus But you're super drunk, so you don't remember all the details. And then the next day, you post on social media about how much fun you had on July 4th, how you love America, flag emoji, firework emoji, um, apple pie emoji. And then you post about how you had such a good time on July 4th, but you don't actually remember that you told your friend. You can't really stand them, and you hate how they talk about their boyfriend, Jude, like 34% of the time. You know, this is a great, this is a great American. <laughs> how is this a holiday? <laughs> like, how is this a celebration? No, no, no. This is not something you plan to do, but this is something you, you are wired as a new American to do. You know, you get too drunk and then, but the next day you have to, you have to make your your network think that you had a great time celebrating the 4th. When in actuality, you told a friend that they can go leap off a cliff and you're going to poop down on top of them and hope it hits their head before they hit the ground. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> so this oh. is I mean, I mean, you, you guys have been to gatherings where people drink too much and have fights that are unnecessary, right? They yell at each other or, or maybe you most seen of it them the have street. been at your house. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So then you you maybe have seen it before. Maybe out of my guess. Not for me. Not for me. Um, True. True. But but yeah, so this is just, I mean, this is not, you know, this isn't something you you necessarily plan to do, but this is how you end up celebrating the holiday here and there. You know what I'm saying? So, um, and if this doesn't work, I just thought of a a game I've played before on July 4th. It's very fun. You stand on, on a roof with your friends. You space out as if you're social distancing, at least six feet apart. You have a giant bucket of water balloons and you just throw the water balloons straight up in the air and no one can move last person to not get hit by a water balloon wins the game there it is so um that was just something i came up off with the top from the top of my head so um, uh yeah
0: we could tell yep. <laughs> <laughs> all right M- mitch what what is yeah. specifically american about this plan
2: i just think that is very american to uh to to drink too much and to have friends that maybe you don't really actually like that much that, and then but then also you have to post about it on social media the next day about how you actually had a great you know 4th of July so you're you know maybe you're there's some inner ter- turmoil um in your in your soul aka the, the the soul of America but the next day you try and paper over it you know with some with some good words and some nice photos uh and some platitudes I guess that's the that's my number five
0: so brian i am really worried for you and me on this fourth of july <laughs> no, was of that.
1: <laughs> don't worry that was my first concern and then my second concern is when do the guns come in
2: <laughs> <laughs> i will be states away on july 4th so i, I won't even you gotta make it more american even, even get to see you guys what's more american than getting too drunk and having
0: a fight with one of your loved ones I, I sounds a little Parisian I, to me. <laughs> I feel it's very universal. So I, I'm going to I'm going to okay. score this one out. Mitch, I I I don't I don't understand what's unique to America about this. And it also makes me terrified of you and I have been to several Fourth of July's together. Yeah. I assume we might in the future. And I'm just going to be nervous going into everyone. So I can only give you one. <laughs> no, no, point. No. You're good. and You're good. You can give me two points. That's exactly what you would say to somebody you would pull buddy, this buddy. <laughs>
2: Nathan, buddy, you're good, no, the, buddy. You're the, good. The mind
0: games. No. Well, <laughs> luckily for you, Brian's getting zero points because I just... Yes! That, that went <laughs> off the rails. That went off the rails and scared me more than anything I've ever heard on this show.
1: Because <laughs> you guys ask questions. If you wouldn't have made me improvise, it wouldn't have gone so far off the rails. <laughs>
0: Right, uh, Brian, it's it's time for your number four.
1: All right. I feel like this is uniquely American because it's something that we already do on the 4th of July. We're going to take it one step further. Okay. This is a televised buffet eating contest that doesn't eat, doesn't end, doesn't, eat, doesn't end. <laughs> Freudian slip doesn't end until someone dies. Oh
2: so, my God.
1: Now, this is like the running thing. man for a new generation. <laughs> No, it's actually the Nathan's hot dog eating contest meets the Hunger Games. Oh, Nathan, here
0: we go. Na- oh, here Nathan, we go. Nathan,
1: Nathan,
2: stay with me because this is for you. Were they hungry right? during the Hunger Games? I never saw those
0: movies. The, not really. The, 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 whole, the whole population was hungry.
2: Oh okay, for murder. Okay.
0: The whole population. Oh, okay. And so they were fighting to see who could actually represent. Yeah. I, I'm okay. not explaining this. Our casters okay. <laughs> have seen the movies.
1: Whatever. <laughs> Again, this is another long game here because soon America will eat itself to death. But it's going to take a long (laughs) time to do that. But once everyone finally gets sick of this and enough Americans have died, Nathan will once again be able to reclaim his name from the Hot Dog Empire. Uh, This ends the uh, empire reign that gives Nathan his name back and an even bigger way to celebrate the fourth as his rebirth, his renaissance, Nathan, the Renaissance man, every Fourth of July. Well,
0: I, I I do appreciate this because, as Brian knows, but our listeners may it's not utter the, bullshit. The, what he just said the Nathan's the Nathan's hot dog eating contest is my least favorite thing that has ever existed in the history of the United States. Uh, I mean, aside from you know things like slavery. I was
1: um, say, <laughs> uh, you want to reamend your statement yeah. before it goes out to the public?
0: But. uh, I, I hate that contest It is just it's disgusting. It's gluttonous. And imagine that being, you know, we're, we're a wealthy nation and that is broadcast to nations where food is scarce and we're just throwing in our face that we have so much food that we can just shove it down our faces for like however many minutes at a time and then puke it all up because it means absolutely nothing to us.
1: I think you're proving my point, though. What's more American than that?
0: Uh, it's too American. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's like looking in a mirror,
1: huh? Not I'm great.
0: Just, uh, uh,
1: we're forgetting that you get your name back, Nathan. You get yeah, your name I back. Know. That's what we're taking away from this number.
0: Four. Uh, I'm I'm very confused, Mitch. It's it's over to you.
2: Yeah, um, mine is mine is um, a, 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 an American skill more should have, and that is being able to, to speak about y- your country, uh, United States of America. America, USA, baby. Woo, number one. Uh, and, and really hit on the most important points. You know, this is a, a skill that any American who wants to consider themselves top flight or all-star or truly great, um, you know, should be able to nail here about American exceptionalism. And here are my three. Guys, you Ready? So ready. Who went to the moon? Supposedly, we did, motherfuckers. Okay. Uh, Who created the live chopper crime feed to the delight of millions and continues to use it to this day? We do. And who brought back the Ford Bronco after nearly thirty years in hibernation? We have. America is pretty fucking awesome, folks. So (laughs) don't fuck with us. All right. Thank you. The the Broncos back. The, the four Broncos back, baby. I yeah. Didn't, I didn't even know You're about You're welcome. This. American ingenuity. All- American exceptionalism. American commerce. Woo! <laughs> Here we are. Let's go. <laughs> and the live chopper news feed. That is the best thing ever. You know, it's got some dark history behind it. But there's nothing better than sitting in a bar in L.A. watching a, 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 a car chase you know start over near the ocean and finish off like in Hollywood you know maybe the car goes by the bar you're sitting at but the whole time you're watching on the boob tube you know this person giving the uh the uh the the like you know hang 10 symbol from the from the convertible as they're shooting their gun in the air and evading the police just so I mean nothing is more American than that it is it is just a mm, chef's kiss
0: you know you know for the crime chopper love it what reminds me this reminds me of is uh i don't understand nascar and i never have and it's such an american thing because mm-hmm. if in europe and south america they've got the formula 1 where they're like you know making a bunch of turns it's formula 1 is basically the chopper chase except there's no police involved but then yep. nascar for some reason america has decided the most boring possible version <laughs> of this is going to be a really popular sport so i'm i'm with you i would much rather watch an actual car chase than uh nascar yep. um and the ford bronco thing well that ties into the the uh
1: <laughs> yes the, the
0: televised chase I mean, the most famous one of all time so that's oh. that's a nice plug oh um yeah so i i, I believe this is <laughs> this is a, a great the, the the just shouting american exceptionalism in uh <laughs> in a, in a, in like 98% unironic manner is so very much within the fabric of our country to, (laughs) to our detriment, probably worldwide. But it's just, it does feel good. Just one day a year to just be like, yeah, baby, like, (laughs) yeah, we did it. we, you know, we've invented the McRib sort of, or like invent is a, a strange word to use for that, but the McRib is an American thing, so I can yeah. get behind invented this. Invented
1: is the right word. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fabricated? <laughs> I don't know. Uh,
2: but Jazz, so, uh, barbecue, um, what else? Uh, blues music, um, <laughs> uh, basketball, uh, technically kind of Canadian-American, Canadian, yeah. uh, American football. Woo! Um, you know, not the one that, you know, th- they play with their, their feet, uh, pussy. Um, the real football (laughs) Um, no but recently though I would not have been able to watch a young man um, crash a car get out run across Chicago Avenue steal a car from a lady uh, getting gas at the BP on like Chicago and state just as three police officers almost get in the car with him and then he pulls off and then goes on another 30 minutes chase Uh, granted then he did crash and cause other um, you know uh, horrible accidents later on but that moment, though, watching a young man evade three police cars to steal a car, pretty spectacular. And to know it's only happening miles away from me, also kind of cool. I know it's, that's really <laughs> fucked up, but that's an American thing you can feel good about.
0: So. That, that's, that is a very American perspective on this is, is you're watching one of these car chases. Yeah. And in your heart. Everybody, without knowing the background of anything, only assumptions off of a two or three little blurb on the bottom of the screen, everybody is rooting for the guy who's running away and yes. endangering everyone. Yeah. Everyone's like, we want to keep this going. We want us. everybody secretly wants to see if he can make it. And yeah. then once he's finally caught or is like crashes and dies or is arrested, then everyone turns and sticks their nose and goes, <laughs> play stupid games, win stupid prizes. (laughs) And then they don't, (laughs) don't give a shit about why he was running for the, just, you know, instantly forgotten about lost into the justice system or whatever. Yeah. Uh,
1: It's called the GTA theory.
2: Yeah. (laughs) uh, Yeah. It was, it it was about five years ago. There was a car chase in LA, and the criminal didn't didn't commit any violent crime, didn't like beat anyone up for their car. He just stole a car and it was like raining, I think, that day in L.A. And he went all across L.A. and the cops like were having trouble with the slick roads. But he made it all the way back like to his neighborhood where his friends were parked the car, got out, and I don't know if he did or one of his friends were dancing on the hood of the car when the cops showed up and <laughs> wow. he just like, you know, like gave himself up and like, you know, got arrested or whatever, but it was like, that's the car chase you want. He was on TV, you know, like people were sitting in bars being like, ooh, can you hear the, can you hear the sirens? And then you, you know, you hear the gar- car go by like honking and people are cheering and like, that's the, that's the experience we all want on 4th of July is to be a part <laughs> of an incredible car chase so
0: that's my number four i'm done i'm done i'm done in the in the spirit of playing to the host and i'm not going to count this against you i think you have forgotten that one of these car chases ended up deadly in literally my building right in front of where i'm sitting talking to you right now two years ago yes but yeah. but i'm not i'm not going to count that against you in fact thank you uh i am i'm only going to deduct one point and that's for one word you said do you know what the one word you said that cost you a point is uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say the, the P word. No. Oh, darn it. Suppo- okay. You said supposedly when oh. referring to the moon landing, <laughs> yes. my biggest pet peeve. So I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you, uh, two do you points have there. the proof? Do you have the
2: proof? This is another okay. American tradition. You just say, Oh yeah. Do you have the proof? Oh, you're, you're, Oh, Oh, so you can prove it.
0: How's that? Did you read the transcript? <laughs> did you read the transcripts? So I'm sorry, uh that. oh that's that's that just just for the sake of our listeners we got to move on cuz I'll go yep. on my 2 hour uh <laughs> why the moon landing is real rant. Uh Brian you're also you're getting 2 points cuz it's it's a terrible 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 idea but also How badly I want my name to be removed from that gluttonous monstrosity that is the hot dog eating contest. So I'm going to go ahead and and give you two points. And then the floor is yours again. This time it's your number three.
1: Can I clue you in on something, Nathan? All of mine are bad ideas. (laughs) (laughs) And I cannot wait for us to do a bonus episode where all we do is talk about the moon landing. (laughs) So put that on your calendars. All right, number three. It's going to be another televised event. (laughs) (laughs) it's going to be a nationwide viewing bull riding contest, but it's not a bull. It's a cactus and we call it the pinch. (laughs) It's a reality show every 4th of July where everyone jumps on a cacti and rides it for as long as they can. Now cacti feel Southwestern and deserty and gives off real cowboy vibes. Very American. And the fact that it happens on the 4th of July, even more American And it's the dumbest thing we've ever televised. What's more American (laughs) than that? Now, there's two ways of approaching this. We can either make this like a televised punishment where the only people who compete are felons and the longer they last, they get time off their sentence and they get released for free. Or we treat it like a strongest man competition. How many people (laughs) can take the most freaking spikes in their ass? And like the guy who's like purled over in the corner basically looks like a tumbleweed of spikes at the end of it. He's the winner. He can barely raise his hand. He's the winner. And he goes home as the 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 pincher every year. Boom. There's a new pincher. So that's my number three. The pinch.
0: I, I have a follow-up question and a follow-up yes. point to make. Because I, I love this. And there's a little game I like to play. And this is one where it's endless hours of entertainment, because there's almost no wrong answer to this question. Almost anything you say will make me laugh. And that is, if you were with your friends at the pincher or whatever, everybody that you know is there, and then we've all got a beer in your hand, a Budweiser, because it's 4th of July, Mm -hmm. and you walk Mm -hmm. out, and you get on the bull for the bull riding, And then the lights go down and it starts and then the loud music just that, you know, there's a different song for every person. Oh, yeah. what would your song be?
1: Oh, I would come out to Black Betty by Ram Jam.
0: Uh, Now, just picture yourself and then picture that song. (laughs) <laughs> I love that. See, I would, I would mm-hmm. like almost anything. Make like it's my life. Like you get on there, and then out of nowhere, bam <laughs> or, like, yes. or Like here comes, here comes rhinestone cowboy. Or oops, I did it again. Like almost anything. If you see your friend on with any song uh, on a mechanical bull, you're gonna laugh. So let me
1: put it to you this way: I walk out to the instrumental guitar solo at the beginning, and then I mount the bull. And as the lights dim, they come down. It's when the lyrics hit. That's when the lights come on and my bull starts. (laughs) Now, if that doesn't give you goosebumps, you are not an American. So, boom, baby.
0: Mitch, what would your song be? If I were invisible, (laughs) I would just watch you in your room
2: and then run for Carolina. Senator seat for you. Oh, if our invisible. I right, gotta cut you off there before you have to pay too royalties.
0: Much. <laughs> too much. <laughs> but, like, can't afford that. I, just seeing you b- bounce around and your head wobbling like a rag doll and then be yep. thrown at a <laughs> 270 degree angle while that song plays, that would be utterly amazing. My song would, of course, be uh, Bulls on Parade, Rage Against the Machine.
1: Uh, <laughs> nice.
0: Or maybe uh just dropped in to see what condition my condition is in. Kenny oh, Rogers. I think they both work. Uh anyways, I I love this one. Uh Mitch, you you, you got a, a tall order here to, to match up to that one. What's your number three?
2: I think mine mine's pretty fun. And it's called the melting pot. And uh I'm not talking about the the, the chain fondue restaurant. Oh man. Um, and I'll, but also here's an idea. Why not call it Fondue? Right? Isn't everyone else just approaching it with a bigger smile on their face? Uh, just an idea. Just, just. On side <laughs> I've, side.
0: I've, I've always, I've always called it fondant. Don't, because.
2: Oh really? Yeah, oh okay. Yeah, I'm okay. taking,
0: a, I'm taking a stand here on that one. But uh, proceed.
2: And also fondue uh, is directly responsible for the proliferation of like uh, tummy drugs, if you will, because everyone in the '70s ate fondue all the goddamn time, and everyone had like stopped up bellies and like. Needed help and gas <laughs> help and a, so like Tums, you're welcome. Fondue did all yeah. the work for you. So, um, or excuse me, fondue did all the work for you. <laughs> uh, but okay, no. So the melting pot for me is this is on July fourth. You create audacious. And grotesque mashups of foods from all over the world. Um, I, we we touched on this uh, talking about Cheesecake Factory, but this I'm even I'm going even more global here because America is the true melting pot. That is that is our strength. That is our spice. That is our flavor. Is that we have people from all over the world. Um, you go to New York City, you can see it live on the subway. It's incredible. So we're talking. You know, I just I just ideated a couple dishes here um just let me guys just let me know would you guys eat this would you would you nibble it or would you slap it away okay three choices eat it nibble it slap it away okay here we go classic party game yeah of course yeah um here we go number (laughs) one uh, i've got here i've got uh i've I've got i've got five choices here and, and we'll just do them quick Teriyaki turkey hamburgers with Russian dressing and chipotle peppers served with mushy peas and tortilla chips. Brian?
1: I think I'd slap that down.
2: So bad. That's bad. You'd slap it away.
1: Oh, I thought you meant like slap it down my gullet. Oh. That was a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
2: All right. You know what? It's just changed. Slapping it down your gullet is number one. A nibble is just eh. And then light it on fire uh, is, okay. is the bad yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So you're slapping it down your gullet. Nathan? I'll slap it down. <laughs>
0: yeah. Nathan? Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm slapping that one down. You're I, slapping I, that I would, one down. I would, I would go for it. Amazing. Yeah. Okay,
2: here we go. Number two, Jerusalem salad balls dunked in McDonald's secret sauce. So Jerusalem salad, deep fried, uh, dunked in McDonald's secret sauce. Uh,
0: what country is
2: Jerusalem in? Is that in the USA? Uh, Jerusalem salad is uh, was it? Uh, 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 cucumbers, tomatoes uh onions and some is it zatar some kind of spice something else but Man, it's like a, we grow those things it's a i'm I, no, no, i'm no, no, lighting no, it no. on fire no 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 this is this is a global this is a global it's coming from everywhere so
1: i'm lighting it on fire cuz i don't want deep fried
2: lettuce <laughs> okay fair enough
0: i'm lighting it on fire because i don't want lettuce
2: got it okay easy <laughs> yeah. all right here we go M- moving along here okay uh tagine oven chicken wings finished with saffron honey sauce slapping it down slap oh yeah i i, I expected that one from brian uh, i'll I'll nibble oh a little nibble okay here we a go little nibble all right yeah. hot dog borscht
0: Slapping it down. Slapping
2: it down. <laughs> yeah, I think I'd have to do a nibble with, the, uh, with a
1: movement into the into the slap Okay, down.
2: <laughs> all right. And here, and here comes the last one: ricotta and green olive flatbread pizza with zatar and cucumber panzanella. <laughs> burn, it. Burn. burn it, burn it <laughs> down, burn Damn it. it. I was hoping I was gonna warm you guys up and and you you'd slap that one down there, but I guess not.
0: Oh, uh, <laughs> it's tried to smuggle it in. It's a valiant effort. Thank but you. I mean, so Mitch, you're gonna get two points. I love Thank the you. idea. But you just reminded me and Brian of one of the most traumatic (laughs) moments of our lives when we let you order the pizza and those were the exact ingredients. Uh, So two points.
2: Quick question. Did you guys have a private conversation that day away from me to talk about like what I had done?
0: We absolutely oh, did. Yes, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. As soon as you left the room, before the pizza had got there, we looked at each other and we're like, what the fuck did we just do? <laughs> <laughs> and we vowed to never let it happen again. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Okay, and cool. then uh, Brian, I, I mean, I, I love the the bull riding thing. I, I, I'm I'm not crazy about the whole cactus thing, but I, I now want the three of us and some of our compatriots to go bull riding and and have fun on the jukebox. So you're gonna get three points there, and then yeah. Brian, it's it's back to you for number two.
1: <laughs> number two, uh, this is another way similar to my number five of how to, how to weed something out, how to get rid of it. So every year there has to be a televised legal battle. This can be on C-SPAN. <laughs> this is only, people don't really need to t- tune into this if you don't want to. You really just want to hear the results. Sure. That's the sort of that thing, what it is. But during the 4th of July, lawyers must gather and they have to defend the Pledge of Allegiance in this annual televised debate. And if it gets to a year where we can't make sense of why we do the Pledge of Allegiance, it just goes away. <laughs> I'm thinking this lasts like two years, all right? And then this, we get rid of the pledge real quick mm-hmm. because there's nothing more Nazi-esque than us Americans getting up as preschoolers, putting our hand over our hearts, pledging our allegiance to a piece of cloth and to God for no reason whatsoever in a church and state separated society. What the? What is this tradition? How did it come to be? God, the fifties sucked. (laughs) That's all I I got to say.
0: Talking, starting your day off by talking to an inanimate object as in unison is an extraordinarily bizarre and antiquated idea. Um, And the
1: rest of the world, they have no idea why we do it (laughs) because it doesn't make sense. It is extremely antiquated.
0: Let me me ask how through what grade at, at your school did you actually say the Pledge of Allegiance at the start of the day?
1: I feel like it was through the fifth. Through fifth, I feel like we didn't do it in middle school.
0: Mine was sixth grade. Yeah, that's, uh, that makes
1: that's, that's about the same. Yeah, that's yeah.
0: about where it was for us. Although there was like. This is sad, but true. But there was like a week after 9 11 where we started doing it again. And then it oh, was like after a week, yeah. everybody, and it was just that just leaves a bad taste in my mouth to even think about because it yeah. was like everybody's heart was in the right place. But then it was like, yeah, eh, I don't know. Yeah, that's uncomfortable. Hey, yeah. what a fun podcast. Um, <laughs> <woo>!
1: <laughs> Buckle
0: up, boys. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, I, we're getting deep. <laughs> i i I don't i don't fully understand talking in unison to a thing it's it's a thing it's just a thing but also
1: pledging allegiance it's so like like i don't know like from the crusades it feels like it feels like i'm a weird knight pledging loyalty to some crown of some kind it's so like it sounds just its title is very anti-american so I think it would be very newly American to make this a holiday and try and get rid of it every year.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not saying that there's not a place for you know you just ha- have have some respect. You don't need to be disrespectful about this or anything. It's just, no, uh, it's just you just don't need to do that. This. Not this fantastical element to it. You can the flag's already
1: hanging outside. It, it's yeah. there. It's yeah. cool. Got it. Moving on.
0: Right. Uh, yeah, I'm, f- I'm struggling to find uh, humorous replies here. <laughs> um, I, this so one so is this just when I, when I can't come up with my own, as usual, I will revert to quoting the Simpsons. <laughs> <where> <laughs> my favorite Simpsons moments before Homer fights uh, Dreder Tatum, Michael Buffers does the let's get ready to rumble or whatever. And the crowd goes wild and then it quiets and they just sneak this line in. Due to popular demand, we will forgo our national anthem. <laughs> 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 Which I actually, like, I, 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 I've i never quite understood it, but I don't have a problem with it outside of, I got, before basketball games, we'd play the national anthem, and like, it was like, yeah. we do the warm-up, we're playing ACDC Thunderstruck, I'm like, okay, I'm working out the nerves, I'm getting psyched, I'm getting ready to go, and it's like, okay, now let's all stand still and silently in a gigantic room for uh, like 90 seconds or something and it was like all the nerves and anxiety just came flooding back in. It was nothing against the the song or, or whatever it was just like the ritual of it was like it was just felt so poorly placed it sucked the air out of the room and it made me want to start peeing my pants again because i was so nervous
1: it was really weird with all the canadian teams you played in roseville having to sit <laughs> for the second anthem It
0: was extremely uncomfortable <laughs> a very bad record against those teams <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: well we
2: invented this eh <laughs>
0: All right, uh, Mitch, let's let's have your number two.
2: Sure. Um
0: my number two,
2: pranks. Americans <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> love yeah. pranks. Case in point, America's funniest home videos and practical jokers, punked, jackass, you know, just the internet in general now. Um The internet. Yeah. Like, so, you know, the whole thing
0: has been a prank. Like, the joke joke has been on us since the early 90s.
2: I mean, yeah, for sure. All those lovely pranks on YouTube where people go up to other people and, you know, attack them and then they say, yeah, that's a prank or whatever. Or like, you know, uh, drop mustard on their new kicks and then they get kicked and they're like, it's a prank. Um, Whatever it is. Uh, But so, but (laughs) it's a prank. But my favorite ones, uh, there's the classic. I left my hand in the food processor. Now it's just like a macerated pool of meat and blood and bone.
0: Uh, Wait, that's, what is that hilarious. prank? Hilarious. Right. So funny. That's a
2: classic prank. You have like a fake hand and you put it in the food processor and it's full of fake blood and, You've and, meat and bone. You've never done this Nathan? Dude, like a, come on. that's a I, classic I, prank.
1: What? And then you're like I, oh
2: my god my hand and everyone freaks out and thinks yeah. you are incredibly injured and need immediate emergency help and then but you're fine and then You're you're healthy. You're supposed to do
1: this in front of like your grandma. Yeah,
2: you know. Grandmas love this prank. Grandmas love this prank. Um, (laughs) That is horrifying. (laughs) 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 As the best pranks are. I mean, again, impractical jokers. Uh, Mom, uh, another grown. But your mom puts on a wig. So when her young children come down in the morning, they see her standing at the sink. They think their mom has left forever and a new strange woman uh, will have to give them, you know, their new complexes for life. And I love this prank because kids <laughs> think their mom just, you know, pulled the rip cord, jumped out the side window and was like, fucking, I'm out of here. Uh, great prank. Um, if you can pull it off, you know, kudos to you, mom. Um, this one's a bit of a creepy prank. Okay, I will say this. You say you're going out for groceries or beer uh, or and pizza or, you know, cigarettes or, you know, whatever it is, um, a, a, a new barbecue set or something. But so you, you leave the house, but then you grab a step stool. You put it underneath one of the, the windows of your of your home. And then, um, and then you just watch through the window. You just watch your family, see how they behave when you're not there, you know. Um, and then this is a great prank because then you bust back in right at the most inopportune time. And you say like, haha! I knew you, you know, uh, ate too many p- potato chips and I was gone. Or I knew you talked <laughs> shit about me. Or, you know, y- you come in really loud and scare the crap out of them. You know, again, kind of like the food processor prank. Really going for shock value here. Um, but, uh, you know, that's major prankage. Um, but one you can do on July 4th, actual thing. Everyone loves barbecues. So you have your family over for a barbecue, of course. And let's say you know you, you get knocked into your grill, you know, and this is you know you spilled like your ninth beer or whatever. There's hot coals and grease all over your youngest child, and you wheel around <laughs> to see like who did this, and you you see your little fucking nephew, and he's being too rambunctious. And seriously, like this is the final straw, you know, Derek. You rip the lime white claw out of his underage dumbass hand and you drag him by his now sprained wrist out behind your shed where you keep the mower and the yard weapons, tools, yard tools and everyone is rolling with laughter, you know, back at the barbecue as they listen to your nephew plead like a beaten surf in the Middle Ages after they've been caught stealing enough for their dinner that night. The only difference is your nephew actually has something to live for and that's why it's so funny because everyone finds out how truly untough the little bag of boring is is. <laughs> and just before you plunge the business end of your head shears into his caving chest you turn <laughs> on him and you cackle <laughs> gotcha <laughs> gotcha derek i gotcha and then you return to the party and you tell everyone how scared he was and how thoroughly soaked his cargo shorts are now and then you open <laughs> another beer knowing you've pulled another classic American prank and you are the new prank champ, you know? So, pranks, man, love them. Gotta do them if you're American. (laughs) July 4th is a great time to pull them out. The amount of therapy bills that are coming your way.
0: It was. It was. It was a. It was a very meticulously thought out plan. I yeah. won't. I won't deny that. Also, prank um, therapy is incredible.
2: Just like hire a therapist <laughs> yeah. to give them terrible advice. Hilarious. <laughs> oh, that's horrible. It's hilarious. Uh,
0: <laughs> all right, that. I think you literally just pitched. A great comedy, a dark comedy that we're gonna have to outline <laughs> yeah. after we uh, uh-huh. hang up tonight. We're gonna yep. have to get the whiteboard out. Yep. So for that, you're gonna you're gonna get three points. I think you might have just made us millions of dollars. Yes. <laughs> and uh, Brian, I'm 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 gonna give you three points because I even from age five I was very perplexed at why we were talking to an inanimate object. So we'll we'll mm-hmm. give you a, a full three there, and we'll move on to your number one choice of how we should. Celebrate America. Also, let me just remind everybody that nobody has mentioned the greatest American film of all time. So there is, there are Mm -hmm. bonus points to be had. Just let me remind I'm pretty
1: sure I've talked about Space Jam plenty earlier (laughs) on in this podcast. Okay.
0: All right. Um
1: my number one. (laughs) Uh we retool all elections to be annual. All right. But they're run like a draft. OK, and now picture us in a world like idiocracy. We all turn on TV and these politicians are just vibing for us, blah, blah, blah. But everything that they have to say has to be like legit good stuff, because we would, the new rule is we don't elect politicians with pre-existing conditions, meaning that they have bad voting records, are caught lying are horrible people or are hoarding money. They are not eligible to vote. So the people who have to actually be there and earn like the everybody rooting from like the crowd has to be their fan but for like legitimate reasons, <laughs> not because oh they're cool or they're just charismatic. Like, oh my God, did you see that? I'm voting for Stephanie face? because she's going to get me that free healthcare. Woo! <laughs> but that's what we get excited about. It's like we've had to turn it into a stupid game for Americans to finally be in. And then you get to call in to vote just like American Idol in the early 2000s. That's how you vote now. You can text, you can call, you can mail if you're old. We'll allow it. But it's a one day major event and it has to happen on July 4th. You guys, that's what makes it extra American.
0: Wow. This would be. Gr- that's what I have. So basically a, our entire political system becomes instead of a two year long reality TV show, a one day reality TV show.
1: Correct. <laughs> See, I'm, it's shorter. I'm OK can with that. You drink during it. You can drink during it. And now here's the cool thing. Everybody who ran a campaign and raised money, if they lose, they owe it all back to the government. Whatever you raise in your campaign, if you lose, you have to donate all that money. You have to match it and put it in the bank. Boom. I fixed America again. In
0: in that case, if you have to match it, then... Then you're only gonna only, rich, guys only rich, rich people <laughs> run. So that's that's basically how it is.
1: Don't worry. There's a bunch of bylaws that I'm not going to bore you in like my number five
0: <laughs> <laughs> that stipulate that there
1: are certain caps that can be made and blah, blah, blah. There's it's all been worked out. You just got to trust the system. Okay.
0: All right. So is this is this a one and done scenario? Once you lose an election, you're never coming back. It's like you because you don't see people on like American Idol or or the voice or America's got talent. Like you don't really see them come back unless if it's for a special episode.
1: I think it's going to be more like shark tank rules. Like you can come back in a couple of years if you got a better idea. I All see. right. We won't completely rule it out, but uh, uh, it's kind of, uh, it's kind of instituting term limits from the start. And I kind of like that.
2: Interesting. Good right.
1: amendment, Nathan. We will add it.
2: Wow. Boom.
0: Well, Mitch, I'm glad I could contribute to your opponent's answer. Sorry about that,
2: <laughs> <laughs> son of a son of a bitch. Um, what? Okay, so I'm I'm thinking about this, and yeah, and so so it's on July 4th, and and, yes. and so there are no polling places. You can only mail in or text or call. Can you tweet? Yep, it's all from home. Can you tweet your vote? Sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Um. Well, see what I was thinking about is that in Australia during their elections, they have sausage sizzles. So people, they, they set up giant, you know, flat tops at every polling location. They make some sausage. Could sausage be mm-hmm. a part of this whole?
1: Sausage could definitely be a part of this, yes. but it's delivered to you prime. And Jeff Bezos just pays for oh, it. He pays for the sausage every year. Oh, my year. God. So everyone gets the sausage, but Bezos pays from the moon or wherever he is and- Whatever, as long as the check clears, everyone gets hostage.
0: So the first first man on the moon, Jeff Bezos.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, as, as he's
0: known in Mitch's apartment. Yeah.
1: What's very strange is somebody said a fact the other day that I never thought of, is we that whenever been to the, moon the moon yet, first the asteroid belt, shut up, <laughs> shut up. I think it's people who are born in two thousand or two thousand one. Are the only people to have ever existed where not all human beings were on Earth at the same time? Like when you think about when we had the space station, there's been a time now where some people have been alive where not all human beings have been on Earth. And that's pretty freaky. Huh. So I'm gonna drop that little bit of knowledge.
2: I was say, all people were on Earth at all times up until when when do we last?
1: 2000 that's when we all like i, I mean it their whole lives or no no
2: no no I, humans have not always been a, i mean what was the first yep. year when someone could have been born when not everyone was on the on the planet at the same time
1: well that would have been in 1969 when we were on the moon could have been born during the time that they weren't there but i'm saying in the year 69? 2000 since. no we're getting in the weeds no, here no, no, let's no. move on please
2: <laughs> i don't think that's right no 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 you mean not everyone was when people born in 69, there were some people filming a moon landing somewhere in California. No, you mean? that's not what I'm oh, saying okay. at
1: all because I'm not doing this. Okay. God damn it. <laughs> Go eat some ricotta and fucking green olive <laughs> pizza, you fucking weirdo, in your di- goddamn prank shed while you're filming prank. Things.
2: Prank shed, that's a great idea. <laughs> Place to keep all my rubber chickens and whoopee cushions and and prank shed becomes saw shed real quick. <laughs> well, it's tough to cut off someone's head with a rubber knife. I have, I have to, I have to tell you, but um.
1: Oh my god, we are in the weeds. <laughs>
0: Yeah, all right. Let's uh, let's let's see what Mitch has to say for his number three. <laughs> sure. All right. My number. Let's, let's actually let me let me first like back the SUV up about two and a half <laughs> miles. And we'll get back on pat. Okay, now we're ready to go.
2: We <laughs> Oi. <go. laughs> we're not gonna keep that whole moon bit in there. The that. Again, let's like, <laughs> remind the audience there is a fifteen to thirty second skip
1: forward button that can be used at any time.
2: <laughs> okay. My number one is uh, is a um, a very current and or quarantine esque way to celebrate America, and this one I call. Everyone's been telling me that 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 that's the title of this one. So you gather your <laughs> favorite salty snacks, you know, bugles, uh, sun chips, kettle chips, smart food popcorn, cheese puffs. You pair these snacks with delectable cold drinks. You know, you got your sodas, your oat sodas, your lemonade, perhaps, yada, 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 yada. Then you plop down on your couch. You know, you start that sci-fi small town murder detective show that was on before it's time. But if you watch it, then just a bunch of your cool friends' references will make sense finally. And you finally feel part of the zeitgeist, you know. But then 41 minutes in about, you know, are you sleeping or are you just lost in a reddit hole because you've been on your phone the whole time? Wait, who's this guy? Why does he wear a duster? Uh, wh- what what allegory am I supposed to be getting here? Why did they cast a redheaded woman? Gingers are the worst. What the fuck? <laughs> um, was it to make her stand out? Well, the dialogue is good, I guess, but it's t- too realistic. I feel like I'm getting depressed along with this time-traveling small-town vampire detective who's finally seeking psychotherapy. So you're like, I don't know. This I need to take a leak. So, and then you forget to pause the show and you hear the credits roll while you dry your hands off. Then you refill your drink and you grab another snack. You jump into, you know, The Office season three, episode nine, cause you need some prison mic right now. And then you finish off your last <laughs> Bud Light Lime. You know, your eyes are bloodshot and the snacks are have been gone over an hour as Michael's journal has entered into a deposition for Jan's case against Dunder Mifflin season four, episode eight. Uh, and then you save dinner party. To watch over breakfast, obviously. Smart. And good night. And that's it. So, um, that is my number one way to celebrate America as Americans today. Just watch The Goddamn Office over and over and over again. (laughs) What was was the title of of your number one? Uh, Everybody's telling me that. It's that show that's really smart, you know, that's been on. Was it on HBO or was it on Showtime? Your aunt mm. can't remember and your friend, you know, Jenny's pretty sure it, th- 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 it was Showtime. But then your other friend, Darren's like, well, it was on Showtime, but you can also get it on a- on Amazon. But regardless, there's a detective. They've got some depression. uh, You know, they're they're a little off. Maybe there's some sci-fi elements, whatever it is. You know, it's, it's those shows. You're like, I really need to watch these. But then in the end, you just... You just need to go back to the office again <laughs> and again and again.
1: That is uniquely American. It is, it
0: is very, very American. Um, and despite you naming the most overrated Office, office episode, dinner party, which I don't understand. I, I'm overrated. Not, I'm, not, I'm not taking points away. But
2: holy well, fuck.
0: People Sorry. people say it's the best episode of the show. I'm like, how can the best episode of a show that this name the office, not take place in the office, and uh, that's my argument. We'll leave it there, but I am going to give you uh, three points. <sighs> the first part of the episode happens in the is. office. Sorry, okay, keep going. Oh, you under wow. you understood my point. Yes, but-, yes, yes. <laughs> <on>. <laughs> but also also you're getting you're getting three points because every American that I know, that's exactly what they do. I mean, people, <laughs> we try. how many uh, how we many try. more 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 Americans. Have woken up to the screen on Netflix saying, "Are you still watching The Office?" Then <laughs> voted in the last ten elections combined. I'm sure. Oh,
1: I'm sure. So For sure.
0: I'm gonna give you three points, and then uh, Brian, I uh, yours reminded me of a, a great line from Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid when the the marshals are in pursuit of them and they just they they can't seem to shake them. They can't seek to shake them. They're like these guys never slow down. And Paul Newman says, "Well." You know they could at least speed up. That would be something different. And I like yours because it's a change of pace. And I could really use with not another election cycle and shortening it. But I think the results would be pretty much equilibrium. So I'm I'm only going to give you two points. And so we're almost to the point that we score. But before the final buzzer sounds and the grand finale of fireworks come to its conclusion, Mitch never made an attempt to say the greatest American film of all time. So the Godfather a few Part Two. Left. Well, it was Space Jam the whole time, so ah, Brian got the three points. <laughs> 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 if, if we if we weren't doing a comedy or attempted comedy podcast, <laughs> Mitchell would have got the three points.
1: <laughs> we seriously need to start marking this as the as an attempted comedy pseudo comedy <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> attempted. <laughs>
0: And with uh, with that uh, bonus point or three bonus points, Brian did end up the winner at thirteen to eleven. So uh, the uh, you know Mitch, you'll have to wait uh, four years, but uh. you can start campaigning again in two. Uh, don't fundraise before that. I'm going to be keeping a close eye on your books there, so don't be cooking them. Okay. And uh, so that will move <laughs> us on to the fast five, which is interactive. Our two contestants oh, get to just jump in here. Yes. Uh, y- oh boy. You got, uh, it's TV neighbor haikus. I have described some classic TV neighbors in haiku. Once I complete reading the haiku, just go ahead and shout out who it is. Okay. Have a little fun. Nice. All right. Okay. Number five. Mm. Yep. Imparts sage wisdom, though never fully revealed to the man who grunts. Wilson. Wilson. <laughs> Wilson from Home Improvement. <laughs> Number four. Greeted with disdain, Worked through snow, rain, heat, and gloom. Nice game, pretty boy. Newman. Newman from Seinfeld. Yes. That's right.
1: Wow, good
0: job. Number three. Three backwoods brothers with two names and just one voice. It was all a dream. Daryl. And oh oh
2: uh, my other brother Daryl.
0: And and uh
2: <laughs> oh, what's my name is. Uh,
0: Larry Darrow. Larry, and Larry from, there uh, we go. From Newhart. <laughs> Newhart. Right. That's right. Number two, his name was Arthur, but only to Mrs. C. Water ski mistake. Uh, Fonzie. Fonzie from Happy Days. Number one, married late in life, shamelessly promotes business, always keeps it cool.
1: Bob Vance, Vance Refrigeration. From
0: The Office, the most American <laughs> one we can get. And that's this week's edition of Uber Cinco. Joining me today was the man who makes dog biscuits out of charcoal-grilled bald eagle giblets.
2: <laughs> that's me,
0: Mitch Brinkman. <laughs> and a man who only wears blue jeans stained with apple pie that fell straight out of General Dwight Eisenhower's mouth. <laughs> Brian Ernst. <laughs> I'm Nathan Hennenfent, As BizBear and JFK always says... Let every nation know, whether it wishes us well or ill, that we shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe, to assure the survival and success of liberty, provided we don't have to leave the couch. Auf Wiedersehen, (laughs) and adios, (laughs) and God bless America! Let freedom reign! USA! 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 USA, USA. USA. (laughs) USA!
1: You've just listened to Uber Cinco, a production of UBK Studios. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your fine podcasts from.
2: If you like what you hear and want to support the show, please visit our Patreon site at patreon.com slash UBK Studios. Every little bit helps us keep the lights on and the bill collectors at bay.
0: Keep tabs on us on all the social media at UBK Studios, and most importantly, subscribe to our YouTube channel so you can see that we really are just a bunch of good Midwestern boys.